This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to WHM Mailbag, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside the whole gang, Stephen Sadak, Christopher Cabin, Eric Siska. We are here to read some letters for the month of March 2018. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. There might be madness in these letters. Oh, right. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> we're going to go it? through. We've got a bracket of 16 letters. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, shit. Whoa. Didn't see that one getting out of there. <laughs> Uh, so, Steve Sadak, let's start us off here. Uh, who is your daddy and what does he do? Ooh, nice. The sex machine. Uh, <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> the discussion of soundboards on the Jerky Boys episode reminded me of something from a while ago, and I had to share. Had. The year was 2004. The Calgary Flames, my city's hockey team, uh, were in the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time in many decades. The opposing team was the San Jose Sharks. Ooh. Is this the second part important? Is the second part important? I don't think so. Uh, as the teams move closer to the cup, it was announced that of our... Of course prof- it is important, though. No, I just read ahead. It is important. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, I'm God. sorry. San Jose... Shit. Oh, there goes San my bracket. Jose, there goes my bracket. San Jose, oh, California. Uh, got it. Okay. Uh, ba ba Ralph, uh, as the teams got closer to the cup, it was announced that our province's premier, Ralph Klein, and province's premier. Yeah, it's a that's an amazing title. (laughs) Totally, Ralph Klein and his American counterpart, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, had entered into a wager. If the Sharks won, Klein would donate money to Schwarzenegger's charity, and vice versa. However, a couple of days later, the press reported that a radio station had used a sophisticated, in quotation marks, sorry, a sophisticated computer-generated simulation (laughs) to impersonate Schwarzenegger, a.k.a. a fucking soundboard. (laughs) Oh, Ralph Klein, you idiot. Hi. How are you? (laughs) How does it even, how would you use the soundboard to concoct a dialogue that a bet could be made? I'm a cop, you idiots. (laughs) You had to, like, this was all on Robert Klein. Yes. It had to be. Oh, Ralph Klein, not not Robert Klein. (laughs) Not famed comedian Robert Klein. Ralph. Well, yeah, I'm just imagining how that conversation, is there a tape of this conversation somewhere? I would hope so. If you read on, they say there is not. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if they ever aired the prank phone call. I can't find a recording, but I just imagine Klein being told Schwarzenegger's on the line, followed by, I want to ask you a bunch of questions, (laughs) and yeah. But it's just like, yes. (laughs) I don't like, how would you get to the point where it's like, if your team wins, you have to donate to my charity and vice versa? Maybe Ralph Klein started doing all the talking. You know what I mean? It had to have been all on Ralph. Well, no, if you have have a sophisticated soundboard, you could get all those like promos that Schwarzenegger has done Uh, for charities. Oh, Oh, a real sophisticated soundboard. Meaning you could do research. Japanese commercials. It goes down smooth. That's right. You're going to go down smooth when the flames kick your butt. Bum to make a bet. <laughs> I'm sure you f- could find that I'm somewhere. Sure. So, hey, could give me these people air. No, no I, my name is Klein. <laughs> oh, so, wait, you want to do? Okay, I'll donate to your air charity <laughs> if 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 you win, and if I win, because I am the hockey team now. <laughs> you donate to uh, the Premier Alberta Fund. <laughs> You can just do, you know just donate to our fund. socialized medicine, baby. It's yeah. all good gravy up here. Come with 
Come with me if you want to live. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Socialized medicine. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for reminding me of this gem of the past from the past, and thanks for providing my workday with a with a bit of a bit of humor. Just a bit. Uh, if P.S. If you ever get a chance to look up Ralph Klein, which I will right now, he was quite the character consorting with an outlaw biker gang members in rundown hotel bars and drunkenly yelling at homeless people to get a job are amongst his yo- notable achievements. This is not the big fat guy that got no. was doing crack, right? No, it's no, no, Robert no, no. Ford, or Robert, the coward, Robert King, Ford. King Robert Ford, Rob Ford. Rob. Yeah, that dude's long dead. This guy's dead too. Oh, Robert Klein, or Ralph Klein is and dead. Then, oh, at, at Rob Ford's uh, uh, funeral, there was a sophisticated sound recording oh, of Arnold Schwarzenegger giving a eulogies. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> and everybody leaves the cemetery. If, what? if you could get lowered into that casket at a certain speed, I will donate to charity. <laughs> yeah, he died in uh, 2013, RIPD. There's one more chip. <laughs> it's just some fat radio DJ pressing, <laughs> yeah. the, pressing the buttons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right, Chris Cabin, uh, okay. let's move on to another prank oh, phone call. No oh, the the oh, here beginning we go. of this is jerky boys heavy. Seeing, oh, okay. a, seeing a pattern here. You know, right. Let's go ahead. Prank phone call. When I was a kid, I was friends with an idiot named Dan. Fuck who, you, Dan. Who loved the jerky boys, jackass, and anything else where people act like morons. I like all those things. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, I like the jerky boys. Well, I mean, I liked the jerky yeah, boys, and I like jackass. Oh, you like stuff where people act like morons. Yes, all that. He's been on this show for almost <laughs> yes. nine years. I, I'm dedicated, <laughs> goddammit. Um, acting like morons? <laughs> We're like smart, sophisticated gentlemen. Did he like moron movies? Did anyone else in the universe watch moron movies? What is that? I don't think so. What is this? They were called the Three Stooges. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called Sucker Punch. No, it's it's something called moron movies. It's a tape that I would rent from Blockbuster from time to time. Mm -hmm. Uh Where this old guy, I think he was probably local, Uh uh, like from New Jersey, he's like, this is a movie about and it was, it was like it was just like it was like uh like I'm kicking my own ass and it was a big mattress what? with a boot on it and is he would run into grandpa? it and he's like sixty years old. Look, are, I, I think some of them are on YouTube. Are on you movie. sure uh-huh. this wasn't the guy who just ran the video store and he just put that there? <laughs> That's <laughs> his home movie. Thanks for coming to Moron Movie. This sounds like a fucking <laughs> The Ring. Yeah, there was like one where like Superman was at a psychiatrist. Like he would just do like like thirty. He was seconds. making up fake movies. Yeah, it was like thirty second sketches. It was like the like, Wolf Pack. This actually <laughs> sounds. Jesus. This actually sounds amazing. This is up your alley. Deep yeah. disturbing. I, I want to see this. Okay. Uh, I also love the Offspring. <laughs> Do you hey, love that? Listen, I, I, you know what? Earlier Offspring, sure. I totally still stand hey, by. Hey, come out and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the one album you're allowed to like. Yeah. <laughs> There's tunes on the the record that has "Pretty Fly for a White Guy" that are still good. Sure, that song was played to death, though. Sure. Uh, naturally, he wanted to make prank phone calls whenever <laughs> he slept over. Yep. Uh, we were mostly too stupid to even come up with a good joke, and would often just hang up on people or say curse words. Fuck! Oh, fuck! <laughs> tit. Yeah. I said tit tit. Oh tit. Uh. I had the tape recorder from Home Alone 2. Oh, the talk boy? Yeah. Nice. The little rich boy we got over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. His parents had $30 at Caldor. <laughs> $30 grand at Caldor. 
I had to make prank calls with a laundry tub and a <laughs> spoon. Tin cans and string. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and we once tried to replicate the scene in the movie where Kevin slows his voice down to sound like an adult. Credit card, <laughs> you got it. Well done. Uh, we tried to. We tried calling a psychic hotline, even though neither of us had a credit card. <laughs> oh, you're not going to get too far there. Uh, we were not able to accurately predict what the operator would say. So our recording, which sounded like a slowed down child's voice coming out of the cheap tape recorder and not an adult, constantly interrupted the women, the woman to say unrelated things. That's the problem with like pre-soundboardy stuff where you're it's just tough. sort of like, you can't do that. It's it, so it's tough. Bad. That's why at the end of the Jerky Boys, it doesn't make any sense when they do that really correctly. Yeah. That, like, oh, it, come on, Jerky. And oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Alan Arkin's like, what? How are you reacting to everything I'm saying <laughs> if it's a recording? Oh, wow. Are you an X-Men? <laughs> These guys are geniuses. <laughs> oh, man, that video. <laughs> Uh okay. Late at night on another sleepover, I was playing Super Nintendo when Sick when a Dan Rich Boy over it. No, I, I had a Super Nintendo. <laughs> I had a Super Nintendo. <laughs> oh man. They only made him in Connecticut. Uh when Dan just hands me a live phone call he had just dialed without any warning. Fuck you, Dan. Yeah, that's a that's a dick move. Um there was a tired sounding man on the line who had picked up. I could not come up with anything, so I just... Uh, hello? So I just hello? said, you've reached the sex line. <laughs> he didn't reach shit. You were the one that called. Stupid Dan. And he hung up. It was one of the lamest prank, fo- prank calls ever done. Fast forward to the next morning. Dan and I are playing Pokemon cards. These when, kids are awesome. This mm-hmm. is nuts. Uh, when the phone rings. I don't suspect a thing, so I am blindsided when my mother walks in and tells me she received a call from a man who says, we prank called him last night. Ugh. At this point, I realized Dan didn't even bother to dial 6-7 before dialing. I, don't, that, I, don't I think it was star, star 6, six seven. Star, six, star yeah. yeah. But this is actually good for our younger listeners because there were all these phone things you could do that they don't know about. Right? It's, right. It's, Can you even star what, 69 anymore? I doubt it. Bend what, over and I'll show you. <laughs> isn't that what built the Dennis Miller uh, empire? No, no, was, that was 10-10-220, But friend. it was another number thing. Babe. Well, that was just to get like cheap long distance. Oh, yeah. you know, I was watching, uh, I bought this TV tape in Austin, and there was this commercial. Oh, for- hang on a second. Explain to everyone who's not the three of us in this room what, <laughs> what a fucking the- TV tape is. It's, yeah. a, it's a tape that a shut-in made of like just television <laughs> of the evening, and like you'll find them at thrift stores and stuff like <laughs> It'll just say like it'll say like wings number Dude, one it's on so it. Creepy, right? Mantis episode three. Exactly, like, and you watch you get it. To and you watch just... what these goobers looked at. It's bizarre. It is. It's 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 a fun travel. I'm time. in it for the local commercials. Yeah, the that's local a commercials big one. are fantastic. I've posted yeah. a couple of them. Uh, but one was that lo- that uh, commercial it was Ving Rhames and Vanessa Williams pretending they were a couple for some reason. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. And it's just she's like, oh this, oh these men. They don't even know how to use like Sprint's crazy minutes or whatever nonsense. Yes, I do remember this. Wow, that's taking me back. Just Can I borrow to... that TV tape? Yeah, you should. <laughs> Dude, I'll, honestly, it's like a time machine. Uh, all right, Chris all right. Cabin. Uh, I don't know if this was a national thing, but around here you could dial six, then seven, then wait for the dial tone before making your call, and it would prevent your number from being star 69. Right. Which back then would tell you the last phone number that dialed your house. Uh, well, so- it would call it, right? Wouldn't it? Like, no, Star 69 would call it, but right. Star 67 would like block it. 
It's like oh, using yes. Mr. Data shields up. We're making a prank <laughs> phone call. Hit star 67. I just, to, I just wanted to lay down what star 69 for Well, no, sure what Eric is saying, though, yes. when you dialed star 69, it automatically called that last number. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh-oh, Mr. Data. Shields up. <laughs> oh, they're hailing us. <laughs> oh, no. They're hailing us back. They're hailing us back. Oh, no, no. No, cancel the call. We're getting, pick, oh, wait. Pick it, getting up blown up. Up. pick it up and hang it up real quick. <laughs> Warp drive. I don't um, need that on my fucking answering machine. Um, uh, oh, uh, maybe, uh, yes, Emilio's pizzeria. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, 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 you've reached the sex line. <laughs> 1-900-HOT-SEX. This, this is Mr. Sex. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, if you want more jokes like that our star trek show the nexus on patreon there you patreon. go all right kevin let's finish this so, fucking long story so this guy traced our number and now my mom told him she was gonna take us to his house oh. to apologize oh god that's a bad movement so that's how the sleepover concluded that's an irresponsible mother by the way yep absolutely yeah, yeah this lady's just gotta tell this dude to fuck right off <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes. someone calls and asks if my son fucking pranked you you know i'll ask him if his refrigerator is running <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you can go then say, oh, you rotten boys, and you can do whatever the fuck, sure. but, like, I'm going to drive into some dude's house and look at my child. Yeah, you're taking time out of your own day. Come apologize to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You piece you know of shit. Apologizing does not build character. <laughs> Never has. No, seriously. It's a waste of time. <laughs> it's like taking your kids to church. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they don't want to be it's there. a waste of time. Right. Happy uh, Easter, I'd... everyone, coming up. <laughs> We drove out to the old man's house, and he told Hello? us about. And he told us about how he had been afraid when the phone rang late at night that there was an emergency. Specifically, he thought his son might have been hurt. His son might have been sick, or in the hospital, or, or something, or working a sex line. <laughs> also, uh, I didn't get a clear picture of the situation. Like all prank callers, we were cowards and we sheepishly apologized and went home to resume with less zeal our unfinished Pokemon uh, card game match. At Ugh. the time, I was not super into this prank calling stuff, and even as an idiot child, I, I had to feel bad about my actions. Not Dan, though. I distinctly remember him saying ruefully on the car ride home, how were we supposed to know about his son? <laughs> I, I'm with Dan, you know, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It was probably right then I started thinking for the first time, this guy is a fucking idiot. Wow. Wait, wait the old man, right? Not Dan. <laughs> I think Dan. Dan seems like a straight shooter. He does. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure not, Dan's I'm, got a pretty cool podcast right I'm, I'm on the fence about that one. Uh, later on in life, he would teach me how to use a lighter and a can of aerosol spray to make a blowtorch. This sounds top tier. Yeah, well, totally. Also, but also, like, when later on in life? Like, what, when you were 29? <laughs> on your bachelor party, man. <laughs> uh, and we eventually parted ways in high school. Oh, Thanks. they broke up. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks for all the consistently great shows, fella. You always make work go by quicker. Now, I have a feeling. Did you guys, like, get the feeling also that... Uh, <laughs> Dan, whenever this dude was like, hey, mom, can Dan sleep over? The parents were like, fucking, doesn't this kid have any more fucking friends than yeah, Dan? Dan was clearly a bad influence. Yeah, dude, a bad seed. Uh, that's uh, This is Alex, by the way. Just oh, Alex. oh, I see. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you, you, I, I was never the bad friend. I was, you know, I was too much of a spaz. I went I went along with the bad kids. Explain, but was, yeah. explain spaz. What was that? Like a lot of motor <laughs> it's, function problems? It's exactly yeah. like he is now. Yeah, like look at me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, it's like that. It's high school anxiety. Yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. All right, Eric Siska. 
Jerky Boys, never forget. Wow, top heavy on the you know prank what? calls. I like I it. Love it. Listen, if you got more prank call stories, send them in. It's nice to go down memory lane when mm-hmm. phones were used differently. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a big fan of the show. Going all the way back to the days of the new adventures of Pippi Longstock. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a long time. Thanks. <laughs> that's half a decade. <laughs> That is fucking crazy. We've been doing this show too long. We're going to end it. <laughs> I've never written into the mailbag before, but knew that I had uh, I had to. The second I saw that you were doing an episode on the Jerky Boys movie, Ooh. I went to a private high school in Philadelphia. Rich oh, kid. Oh, a little rich boy. Oh, a little rich boy. In <laughs> East Philadelphia, born and raised. You know, I bet it. he had a color TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Canada and a bunch of rich kids. Again, you know what? Maybe the Patreon, you pass it fo- paid forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get some private school money coming my way. Some that's super Nintendo. Money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe stop buying talk boys all the time and put them stick into the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, you can fund this spaz as rehabilitation. Are those on brand G.I. Joe figures? <laughs> well, la dee da. We having caviar for dinner? <laughs> yeah, for Christmas, I got a five pack of, of mixed brand co- comic book characters. Yeah, I got Superman and Wolverine in the same five pack. So what? So what? There was a Power Ranger there. So what? Wait, is that a rich thing or a poor thing? No, that's a, that's a, you'll get those in like uh, uh, bootleg shops. It'll be like Wolver- It'll be like a five pack of random toys, like uh, Wolverine, a Power Ranger, Superman. Oh, and like, ugh, weird. Yeah. You're yeah, just man. buying garbage from yes, people <laughs> who know that it's garbage. Sorry. <laughs> this meant I had to. Uh, this meant that I usually had to get up very early and get ready to catch my bus in from the suburbs. Oh, right, the private school in Philly. If I was up early enough, I often had time to watch a good bit of TV before I had to head out the door. Look at this person watching TV before school. Are you? Oh, I did that all the time. I did that too. I watched MTV music videos, Garfield and Friends. I barely made it every day, every single day. That makes a hundred percent sense with you. (laughs) I mean, I would have one hundred twenty minutes on, but it's like while I'm trying to rapidly shower, dress myself, and pretend like I did. Oh well, you waste your time with all that showering. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Oh, that's how you cut it down. Of course. You're going to be like your piece of shit. I know, I know. What? Wait, wait. One morning I happened to watch uh, about 30 minutes of the Jerky Boys movie. I wasn't familiar with them as a kid, but I couldn't help but watch in morbid curiosity. Why are those guys so fat? (laughs) Even as a high school sophomore, I couldn't make any sense of what the movie was supposed to be. What the hell is a sizzle chest? <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have just forgotten about the jer- the Jerky Boys movie if it not had happened if 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 for if for what had happened later in the day. In just several hours, I'll be sitting in my sophomore biology class announcing that two planes had crashed into the World Trade Center. 17 years later, I, and I still can't separate my memories of 9-11 from my memory of watching the Jerky Boys movie. Wow, and, that well, is weird, man. Well, they were, it was a New York City movie, right? <laughs> same same yeah, shit. Yeah. Any discussion? They are working downtown they at are, the end of the yeah. film. Yeah, they are two New York City disasters. <laughs> it, it was all a big prank. It kind of was. <laughs> Um, also, by the way, he says uh, that I'd be sitting in my sophomore biology class announcing that to... Was he the one making this proclamation? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hold like, on a second. Well, give it to Alex. What? Wait, when we left Afghanistan, did we press star six, seven or not? 
No. Oh shit! Oh wow! And, now, and then, of course, the military action from the United States is to do Star Six Nine, yeah, and then it's just an instant invasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking terrible! They, honestly, I actually don't think we should have invaded any country. Anyway. <laughs> It should have been more of a criminal matter. Any discussion of where you were that day will invoke memories of uh, Johnny hiding in a bathroom stall, telling Kamal to open his toolbox <laughs> and stick a piece of bologna in it. Uh. Any memory of the chaos and uncertainty of that day is, is equipped with the image of Kamal's cab hijinks. <laughs> to be honest, are there any... Uh, Shut up, Chris. <laughs> Are there any movies you intris- intri- intrinsically tie there to the go. memory? Thank you. It was a big one for me. <laughs> uh, memories of uh, some big event or disaster. Thanks for making every Tuesday of the past six years something to look forward to. Keep up the great work, Alex, in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Alex, for your letter. And remember to give us your money. Here's something. I can tie a disaster specifically. I mean, this is crazy. And Alex's letter, like, drummed up these memories, man. But I remember sitting in the theater, specifically watching that Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. Uh And then I was like... This movie's a fucking disaster. <laughs> no, I actually it's weird. That's it. That's nothing. I re- the joke was it. I get just, it. I okay, get it. let's just move on. There was a guy. Uh, this guy in my my office, and I was we were just talking to him about randomly uh, this radio show I used to listen to, Ron and Fez, uh, who's at a WNEW in New York. I was like, oh yeah, I used to listen to this guy. And like we're we're, we're similar age. He's like, yeah, I did too. Blah blah. blah. I was like, I remember. I listen. He, this is him. He's like, I remember listening to them the day on nine eleven, like that whole night. It was like seven to ten, and I was like, <gasps> and I went right back to exactly. Wow, like, I, really? I listened to that radio show, like, and it was like a very uh, clearly a very somber episode. It was in New York. I was like, it was just like getting phone calls of people, like, what are they doing? Who are they missing? And this shit. It was like, it was a weird, wild ride that I went on. It's an odd afternoon. turn for Ron, and, and especially this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when, I mean, big events, I guess I do. I, I remember when, um, like, when, uh, OJ, what, the white Bronco thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. That whole thing. Like, what was that June 11th, 94? Whatever that uh, documentary yeah, that's, was. That's, yeah. Was the date. Uh, I was, uh, watching a tape of, um, broadcast news. <laughs> <laughs> watching broadcast news in 1994? Wow. You son of a bitch, the Knicks were in the NBA finals. That's what I remember every time that fucking, that Bronco chase. Oh, well, that, that's that's you, Steve. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I was, I was told to stop see, watching William Hurt. I was watching uh, Ghostbusters on TV, and then someone blurted out, hey, the Challenger just exploded. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. You were, what, what are you, 50 years old? What? That was in 87. Right? Yeah, but you, you were, what, what, three? I was alive, dude. I'm uh, older than you. Dude, if you're alive, you are watching Ghostbusters. <laughs> I remember watching Ghostbusters extremely young. Oh yeah, yeah! I remember Without watching question. it in Chicago. That, wow, yes. that's young. That's that's that's, that's young. That's Cisco. when I was the seed. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's moving on here from the nine eleven email. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a little weird. You you put those up tempo numbers in the top of the show, man. <laughs> Where were those pictures I was supposed to see, Steve? 
Uh, all right, after hours theater debauchery. Oh, Chris Cabin, this is oh, this boy. is our world right oh, here. Here man. we go. Uh, hi guys, I used to work in a movie theater in a suburban college town, and I consider it to have been a defining point in my lifelong love of movies, as well as a pinnacle of teenage debauchery. Yeah, uh, actually, yes. <laughs> check mark, check mark. Uh, relating to this, uh, it turns out it's not the best idea to have a large quantity of horny teenagers spending all their late nights and weekends working in a place with a oh, lot of dark. I can corners. attest Dis- to this. Disagree. Yeah. Disagree. <laughs> Can I tell you just with with last uh, the 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 ep uh, 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 Tarzan and Jane Tarzan the Ape Man there where we introduced the idea that someone needs to produce horny history yeah and now reading this the word horny is starting to entertain me again (laughs) oh it's it's an all timer for me that's as good as fuck that's good as shit that's a big one horny will make me laugh no matter almost in any context right it's the best version of that. Yeah. Thing, right? Fuck, fuck you, thirsty. All oh, those people yeah, are saying Aroused, please. Oh, yeah. Aroused is too clinical. What that's that, for private? the age of innocence. Yeah, that's the private school term. <laughs> it's like, well, was she lubricating at that point? It's like, you, dude, <laughs> get out of here. What? <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> uh... The theater I worked in wasn't a large multiplex, but rather a single hallway 10 screener run by a former Midwestern chain that typically had about 20 to 25 people on staff. Uh, besides all the free movie privileges uh, that I abused, the real perk was the freedom to pop in on any Wednesday or Thursday after closing around 3 a.m. and screen any new releases that had just been built by the projection team before the weekend releases. 3 a.m.? What the fuck? What the fuck? We were canceling shows, what? getting going at fucking 9.45, man. Popping in any, even, even as a child, I wasn't popping anywhere at 3 a.m. I was going to sleep. Like, no, I'm sorry. You can't see the fucking 8.30 Spider-Man 2. Why? The pro- Projector is, broke. Are there drugs and booze? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not anywhere at 3 a.m. I think there might, there might. I mean, this is a story about horny teens. So oh, well, let's read on and see. 3 a.m. Is the, is the hour of the horny teen. <laughs> uh, some of these screenings ranged from actual punishment of having to see a movie you were made to build up, Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D, Herbie Fully Loaded, uh, as some examples uh, they give here, uh, to full staff chaos screenings with pizza and alcohol, Return of the King, Star Wars Episode 3. Yeah, you got to be wasted for that last one there. <laughs> Uh, there typically wasn't much to do besides work in the summer, so besides almost all our free time in the theater watching movies, there was also a significant number of employees dating. Nice. Uh, yeah, this happens, man. Chris Cabot and I lived oh, this. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, talk to HR. <laughs> uh, when all your friends with nine to fives are out on the weekend and you're in a dark movie theater watching Will Ferrell remake Bewitched, you make do. One particular summer night. Uh, had Ooh, a, a hot summer night. Yeah, dude. Had a full staff double screening of Wedding Crashers and Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Double oof. <laughs> uh, at some point, wedding, it, we, you know what, dude? Don't even sta- don't look at me in the face and pretend you didn't love Wedding Crashers when it came out. No, I know, but now it's twelve years later and double <laughs> oof. You know, here's the problem with Wedding Crashers. It's four hours long. Exactly. Yeah. Like if that was a ninety minute movie, you might still watch it today. Yeah. Totally. Uh, it's his fucking goddamn run times, man. I will never sit through that movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Mm. Uh, at some point in the evening, two employees who were known to be dating wandered out of the theater mid-screening. Now, this wasn't all that hey, uncommon. Rob, Robbie, are they known to be dating? <laughs> as far as I know, it was unknown. <laughs> well, now, now I guess they're known to be dating. 
great, great turn of phrase. Now, this wasn't all that uncommon. It's probably sometime around 4.30 or 5 in the morning, and people bailed frequently, especially for the double features. 5 in the morning, my Jesus. Especially what? because your first show is going off at 10, so somebody's got to be cloping. Oh, so it was 4.30 in the morning, so they started wedding crashes at 9 o'clock, I'm guessing. <laughs> Oh, wow, yeah, you're still... Oh, wow, I'm going to try and get Rachel McAdams back. Wow. <laughs> uh, but 30 minutes later, when they wandered back in, they caught the attention of literally everyone, and almost immediately I saw all the managers in attendance look at each other and then leave the theater together. Uh, a fucking circle jerk, I guess. I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of us being nosy and Wait, having being, a good idea of what nosy? it happened. Being nosy? Are they talking about Owen Wilson again? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, wow, my nose is broken. Uh... <laughs> A couple of us being nosy uh, and having a good idea of what had happened followed to the manager's office where they were reviewing surveillance footage where we saw the duo wander into a smaller theater in the back hallway. What did you they, think wait, was going to happen? Wait, totally. Wait, these people are jerking off the surveillance footage? I mean, this is my question. So you need to that seems your, what that is. Finish your, your part here. The managers left us in the office to watch the now live footage as they ran to the smaller theater, presumably did a once-over, and then walked back into the hallway. This is child pornography. How old are these kids that were watching them fuck is my question. Well, I mean, you're getting beers. I mean, but there could be underage drinking, I suppose. Yeah, and how old are these managers? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of laws that are very iffy right now. Listen, I mean, you know. We had some scuzzy managers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we worked at a 10-screen multiplex just like this. We had some scum come through the door. That's just the way it is. Hey, hey, Doug, does that thing have a zoom on it? <laughs> Can you zoom in? Oh, man, I've had the hots for Brenda for months. Yeah, I know she's 17. I'm 39. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I'll be divorced you, soon. You know, you know what? True love waits. You know, that's it's an old saying, but it's true. Yeah, oh, right my now, God. Right now you're mocking me. In 13 months, you call me a fucking hero, all right? All right, Greg. Man, I'm reading ahead. <laughs> You no, guys are going to want me to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. What happened next will never leave my eyes. One manager noticed the trash can next to the theater door, reached in, and like a disappointed dad, picked up a bra from the floor. Hi, Bruce Willis and Armageddon. Oh, <laughs> Eep oh, pulled a condom out of the trash can with a look that could no, only be described no. as pure horror. Now you're what? touching child comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, dude. All you need to do is get a fucking flashlight if you need to. It's in the garbage anyway. Here is the big Bigger question, because this dude is just managing a movie theater. Sure. Why did you care? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what fucking detective oh, shit? No, no. He picks it up and he's like, still warm. <laughs> Couldn't have gotten far. <laughs> Tastes it. Well, it that's, that, that's Reggie's gum. That's the, the, the high point of the inevitable court case that would follow this, <laughs> yes, is yeah. Eric's lawyer saying, and you touched the child's gum. <laughs> That's true. It's fucking, it's abhorrent. This guy belongs in jail, this manager. For People sure. always joked about fucking in the theater. These two actually did it. So what? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the horny teens. They're fine in this Come scenario. on now. What, what, what is this guy trying to unravel and, and here? And are you telling me you've been managing this fucking theater? You haven't seen kids fucking from the fucking surveillance. <laughs> you guy. should be happy that it's employees and okay. not fucking customers. So this is a power trip with a sexual edge. This guy was just honking off all night. <laughs> <laughs> totally get off. Guaranteed, yes, man. For sure. You gonna judge me for honking off his Brenda? <laughs> He's fucking tugging it to Brenda. I, I didn't even get to 
to do about? And yeah, you call me a scumbag now. In 13 you know months, you'd call me a hero. Because listen, that dude's picking up that condom from. He's not. He's not going into the 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 sauce. Yeah, he's, he's going picking on the up outside. the outside, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. thinking about what that's. Anyway, this guy <laughs> belongs in jail, and you should report this to whoever your state representative is. Well, let's see what happened here. We were quickly whisked out of the manager's office, and they returned to the theater and kicked on the house lights, sending everyone except the offenders home. Fuck these people. I know. What, what, what are you doing? This? What the fuck are you doing? What is he doing with the offenders now? This is getting fucking Marvel's crazy. The Offenders? Uh, <laughs> by the Friday shift, they'd been removed from the weekend schedule, and we were informed that they oh, will no, be, no, uh, be no longer attending employee screenings. Well, no, that there will be none at all. Oh, there will be no more employee screens. Oh, I see. Uh, Technically, they never announced why or told any employees what happened, but most people assumed. Besides, I wasn't that upset at losing my screening privileges. I was more upset that the last movie I screened was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, Having worked and been in and around theaters most of your lives, do you have any stories of late night or after before our debauchery? Keep up the hating Brandon in Milwaukee. Uh, by the way, if you're in Milwaukee, Brandon, you should probably check out our show on July 14th. Right, yeah, at the the back room at Collective Co. That's right. Collective O, I believe. Collective O, Collective, yeah. yes. Uh, WHMpodcast.com, click on that tour tab. Uh, yeah, debaucherous stories yeah, from yeah, the multiplex yeah, yeah, Well, first of all, by the way, <laughs> a couple of these are just locked in the vault and not yeah. for public well, yeah, consumption. Of course, so. No. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run for office in Alabama now. Don't worry. I remember one time. This is disgusting. I don't think I've ever told this story on the air, but who knows? It's been a, l- a long time. Uh, we were cleaning a theater late at night, and we heard like banging, uh, like pounding on a door, banging, oh, not fucking, sexual. not fucking. No, I would have said fucking. Uh, just someone was <laughs> yes, banging on a door, <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like, "Oh, that's weird. Does it sound like someone's knocking somewhere?" Ah, eh, whatever. Just yeah. like keep cleaning the theater. Go to the next theater, start cleaning it. The banging is louder, like closer. Uh-huh. We're like, someone is knocking on a door somewhere. Like, let's fucking follow the sound yeah. right so we follow it to like the back emergency corridor and whatnot getting louder yeah. getting louder open this door there is a family at the bottom of this staircase this like emergency exit what that is trapped down there oh jesus <laughs> but let me paint you this picture Were it's like fucking? it was a stair that just went down like a stairwell goes down to the the ground floor and it's just a little like four by four square like door a area panic room but the exit door is right there oh okay. there's a door literally at the bottom of these stairs to leave yes it was it was like you know like you see the alternate yeah. exits yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in yeah, movie sure. theaters like blocked? that's what they did they went out well that's what i thought right like they went out and for some reason the mall locked the door right so i'm standing at the top of this staircase and i'm like the guy's like what the fuck we can't fucking get out of here and we're like Dude, the door is right there. And he's like, what fucking door? And they like come back up. And he's like, you show me a door. And I go downstairs. Uh And the door is right there. And I just kind of like gently push it open. Oh, my God. And he goes, I I was like, see the door open. It's right here. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't see it when I had to take a fucking piss down there. What? And I'm just two things. Wow. One, I'm standing in this man's urine. Two, sure. this man urinated in front of his family. Wow. Like, if you have to go that bad, go back up the stairs and <laughs> piss in the out, like the hallway. Come somewhere. along, Ivanka and Dan Junior. We're leaving. <laughs> Jumanji was fucking terrible. <laughs> 
But I look, look, it's an emergency situation. Just cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. I just got to piss. It's getting all over us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an emergency. It's don't, an emergency. Oh, don't look at it, Marion. Don't look at it. <laughs> Dad, the smell. Oh. Ew. Is asparagus tonight? <laughs> um, I had... I, um, God, um, don't so, say anything. You know, no. This, this is, is. I mean, this, it's, this was just. I mean, this was bad for me uh, because it wasn't <laughs> while I was working at the theater. It was just. Uh, I went to Crossgates and I went to see. Uh, it's a different mall than what different we worked mall. at. Was you got to inform people here. Um, and I went to see the piece of shit rumor has it. Oh, that no. was. But it was a late, late showing. I don't even know why I saw the piece of shit. James but, uh, Corden was there. Maybe <laughs> no. It was only like there were two two people who are of note. Like two rows back from me, uh-huh. and then there were like a family down at the okay. at the bottom. Movie starts, uh, you know, I'm barely paying attention, and then like I start hearing a noise, and I don't know what it, it's just kind of like a ruffling and like a lighter though, like also like rummaging. Oh, I um, can't find it. I can't find it. Can't find it. Well, <laughs> well, you make the joke. Oh no, but. Like it's going like it. So I, I I start hearing this and like this is going on for three minutes, uh-huh. three horny minutes. Wow, three a little rich boy over here. Three minutes, and then <laughs> and then very lightly I hear like back there like, are you close? <laughs> no, are you close? Are you close? And now, oh. but here's here's the thing. It goes on for another like eight minutes. <laughs> Boof. And then, like, it just stops. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear, like, a, uh, a, 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 like an uh. I didn't hear any uh, of that. Nobody left? No. That'd be great if one person well, left. Nobody came? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, teens out there, if you're looking for a great uh, high school job, man, working at a movie theater ain't too shabby. First of all, and you shouldn't listen to this until you're at least 18 years of age. That's true. And if you, you, you get parental parental. Pres- Parental permission. Thank you. I was going to say parental position, and I'm like, mm. and if you're Brenda, you know, hit me up on Twitter. You know, <laughs> DM me on Twitter, Brenda. Thirteen months, it's fine. No, don't. And yes, they're open. <laughs> My DMs are wide open. Oh, Brenda, for you. No. All right. Here, uh, next one. I uh, like the title of this email, <clears throat> and it kind of gives it away. <laughs> Robocop 2 Foot Fetish Nightmare, which actually sounds like your a real... first mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just drop it, creep. <laughs> Put the foot down. Put the pumps down, dirtbag. <clears throat> what are those? <laughs> hey, guys, I've been listening to the show for about two years now. But I've been on the fence about emailing because I know you guys get a lot of terrible date stories already. But this one is so weird that I thought, what the hell? It happened about a year and a half ago during my junior year of college. Uh, I was I started to hang out with a guy that I met through one of my classes. He was a bit weird and socially awkward, but we had similar interests and he seemed nice enough. So I considered him a good acquaintance slash casual friend. I knew he had a crush on me, but he handled it pretty well when I told him I wasn't interested in being anything other than friends. So no alarm bells there. Yet cut to a couple of months into 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 us knowing each other, he invites me to his house to hang out and watch a movie. Uh-oh. We settle on RoboCop 2 <laughs> since we both like the 80s we both like 80s action movies and I've never seen and I've only ever seen the first one. 
Well, you uh, got to get to Little Mafia, kid. I, yeah. I, you know, some people are like trashing RoboCop 2 now. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, it's a good movie. I remember liking it anyway. Do you remember that when we watched all all those movies back to back to back in the story once? That makes total sense. I don't remember <laughs> it at all, but it makes total sense. It was a night. That's Irvin Kirshner again. It was. Is uh, that in that RJB in the third one, right? RJB, Robert, Robert John Burke. Burke. Oh, right, playing Correct. playing Murphy. Man, yeah. I saw a little bit of that uh, the other day. That's they're all states. You know? they're, they're Not the first states. one, obviously. Yeah, uh, but but Bobby Solomon uh At first, everything was fairly normal. Uh, my friend was a bit sweaty and nervous. Seems but pretty I, normal. But I attributed that to anxiety about having a girl he liked over his house for the first time. Then about thirty into the mo- the. 30 minutes into the movie, I made the fatal mistake of taking off my rather uncomfortable shoes and resting my bare feet on his couch. Oh, she's fucking showing me something. I noticed him shooting several lingering glances at my feet and slowly inter closer to me on the couch. Oh, oh, oh dear. No. Kind of weird, but I was being an oblivious dumbass and dismissed it. Uh, shortly after that, he turned to me and said, You know... You really shouldn't show off your bare feet like that. I kind of have a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser! I am. And here's you know we'll get to. We'll, it's we'll, okay to have a fetish, of course, no, but it we're, is we're, not okay to fucking soapbox. I agree. Like that. I agree. We're, I agree. We're gonna get to all this. We're, we're gonna have a full conversation. You know, we'll do it again just because it's so funny. <laughs> you know, you really shouldn't show off your bare feet like that. I kind of have a foot fetish. He said rubbing his crotch. Uh, he must have noticed the look of horror because he then tried to laugh off the comment while I stuttered something along the lines of, uh, okay. Uh, and we both awkwardly went back to watching the movie. However, I had a really time concentrating on the film because I was suddenly keenly aware of the fact that I was alone in this strange man's house and I had spent an, the remaining half... Uh, hour and a half, trying not to imagine all the horrible things this creep was planning to do to me and my feet. I am the red dragon. <laughs> uh, the second the credits rolled, I made up some bullshit excuse about having to leave and practically ran out to my car. The guy later apologized to me, <laughs> but obviously I never hung out with him again after that. I spent the entire semester taking the maintenance stairway to the class we had together so I wouldn't have to run into him along the way. And wearing thick winter boots in the spring months. To this day, I, I really can't recall anything that happens in RoboCop 2, <laughs> which brings me to my question. Have you ever guys had such a bad movie experience that you feared for your physical safety and or your feet safety? Uh, the answer is no, because we're men and society doesn't fuck us over in that way. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the great show. Name withheld from Texas. All right. Well, yeah, that's a good point, Steve, because like we guys go to some, some person's house. It's like, you know, whatever. Women have to fear for their lives going fear for their fucking feet every goddamn day true first of all name withheld and i I appreciate that yeah she had wrote a special note like i'm i'm just afraid this guy might listen to your show and i don't want to you know blow up his spot like he knows who he is if he listens to the show he's not gonna be like oh well it's just some other guy it it doesn't say her name is rebecca so that that can't be me should have withheld the uh title of the movie you watch exactly robocop 2 is the thing and I mean, look, it's, as Eric said, it's totally fine to have a foot fetish. It's totally fine to have any fetish. But it shouldn't be anybody else's problem. Yeah, don't yeah. piss in front of your family. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, 
like, well, excuse me, la- excuse me, lady, could you not? I got a foot fetish over here. Like, what it's, is that? Like, what are I you feel doing? Like he's inept and he made a bold move. Oh, I see not, what's going on. Yes. I think that was like the icebreaker. <laughs> All right, did, right. Uh, did All right Jerry, uh, here's how you're going to win her over. <laughs> In three seconds exactly, you're going to scream in her face that she shouldn't be barefoot in front of you because you have the foot fetish. Tell her that your her comfort is victimizing you. That'll do it. <laughs> Just passive-aggressively get up and throw a ball of socks at her. Maybe it's a delivery problem. Maybe he was trying to do something like, well, you know, you uh, really shouldn't. Uh, put you your, are witness uh, to a great becoming. You really, uh, shouldn't put your leg up there because I, you know, I've... Uh, Quite a bit of a foot fetish. Here. When is that gonna you're work? You're right. You're man. right. It, I just tried it on Chris Cabin, and it didn't work. It didn't so work. You're right. It's not gonna work. I just. I am dangling though. <laughs> you don't I, even know it. I don't that's even th- know it. But that's the Ease thing. Ease like, into feet. Don't start with yes. feet. You get the girl. Get the feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the way to do that, man. Like, uh, could you not? Uh, could you not smoke near me, miss? I have a smoking fetish, and I'm rock hard right now. Thank you so much. That's, Thanks, miss. This is a great point, Steve. Great point. Uh, yes. We're in Applebee's. Could you not eat right now? Because I like to fuck when I eat and eat when I fuck. So. I got a sick riblet fetish, and you are making me so hard right now with that fucking basket of riblets. Riblets. <laughs> Uh, miss, could you not be 5'11"? Because um, that's my fetish height. Goodbye. Dude, Thanks for nothing. Go to work tomorrow, and if there's someone else in the bathroom, just turn to them and be like, could you not go to the bathroom right now? I have a bathroom fetish. You know, miss, could you... Actually, never mind. <laughs> Problem solved. You know, this the the question here that she ends on, mm. uh, did you ever uh, have a bad movie experience you feel for your physical safety? I did have that happen. Uh, really? You shouldn't have taken your shoes off. Man. I know, it's my own fault. Uh, me and my hobbit feet were asking for it. <laughs> no, I was at a theater with a good friend of ours, and we were seeing the fifth Harry Potter movie. Uh, on the Upper East Side, uh-huh. and these dudes behind us, a couple of rowdy teens. Oh, you at told the time. this story. Yeah, Have yeah, yeah. I? Yeah. Uh, they were like talking, <laughs> and this dude that I'm with turns around and just goes, Shut the fuck up. Dude, like no. really loudly. Ah. And I was like, Oh. And they immediately were like, We're going to kick your fucking ass when we get outside. And just, this was like, 15 minutes into this sure. long ass Harry Potter movie. Yeah. So the whole time I'm just slouched down listening to these dudes like, get that big pipe hitting motherfucker from the Bronx that you know. <laughs> Tell him to come down here right now. Uh, could you not? Uh, I, have an, I have an abuse fetish and yeah, you threatening to fight me oh, is getting me fucking really that, worked up. But oh. That would have been a good defense. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eric, those old people that, that you to got to fight. They, Excuse me, I have a popcorn fetish. <laughs> could you not eat it so loudly. Oh, I should have told them, excuse me, because you not talk to me. I have an elderly fetish. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, maybe we could take this to your rent stabilized apartment later. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like age gap love. You're a granny <laughs> shagger. Holy, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get Grandpa too, man. I'm gonna fucking double team La- them all. Lady gent, would you like to join me with some matzo ball soup? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I've laid out on my bed a bunch of five year old newspapers I've never read. <laughs> Uh, and yes, all these tote bags are from NPR. And, and, and yes, we Let have me, the uh, we have the uh, Matlock theme going off on Spotify. <laughs> it's ready to get you going. Oh, um, excuse nice. me, Miss. Could you raise your voice? I have an ASMR fetish. Thank you. Your voice is far too whispery and sexy. 
Fucking men are terrible, man. They're the worst. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, they're the, one of the worst men of all time in this last letter, Steve. Or who's who's That's doing it? Chris I, Cabin. Chris Cabin, uh, take oh us boy. home. Uh, I can I can embarrass a child, Mark. There it is. Uh, hey, WHM. Uh, you made a request in the last mailbag for tales of adults embarrassing kids, and although I think you meant to hear them from the embarrassers, I beg your indulgence. All right. Go ahead. In 1994, my parents and a couple that they were friends with took me and the couple's son, Chris, oh no, uh, around my age to see WHM anti-hero Gallagher. Oh, oh no! <laughs> at the Phrase Pavilion in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Ooh. Oh, nice venue. Hot town. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know. That. You don't know that, Mark. <laughs> Could you oh, not the- talk about venues? You don't know. <laughs> I've got a fetish. <laughs> yeah. Could you not? Could I'm you not un- talk about watermelons, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> got a fucking unknown venue fetish. <laughs> Although I was in seventh grade, I'd seen one or two of Gallagher's specials at the time as they were in rotation on HBO. Excuse me, sir. Could you not be a 50-year-old man wearing a newsboy hat? I've got a fetish. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. And a guy over there has got a Gallagher fetish. Chris Platt. Chris just powers. Sorry, sorry. And I thought the guy was a real talent. (laughs) I think... Goofy man child plays to the early teen audience. Yes, yes, yes I was. A, Look at this show. Uh, at some point in the set, he made his way through the audience, searching out a candidate to join him on stage. Oh no! Like hunters who realize there's no more dangerous game left except people. Prop <laughs> comics surely must eventually seek out human props. <laughs> He stopped at Chris, and Chris agreed as long as he could drag me up there, too. Yeah, get your little a buddy coward. up here. What a coward. Um, yeah, you can both come up here. <laughs> oh, man. From what I recall, we participated in a few different activities on stage. First, he asked us our names. Gallagher declared Chris to have a nice, manly name. Okay. Oh, oh man. Uh, one his father surely must have picked. Okay. Oh dear. This okay. When to- he asked toxic watermelon <laughs> masculinity, masculinity yeah. yeah. Water masculinity? <laughs> yes. Thank uh, where you. where he asked my name <laughs> when he asked my name, I meekly replied, Sean. He said that Sean is a girly name and my mom must have picked it. Cut he- to some fucking big fucking fat. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slapping his rain slicker what the against hell his hand. It's a dude loving Gallagher's material. <laughs> I, thought I, just walked in, I, just thought, I thought I walked into the middle of Tusk. <laughs> Tusk would be at a Gallagher's. Uh, <laughs> he said that Sean is a girly name and my mom must have picked it up. He then asked what my middle name was and I said, Edward. Gallagher shouted, Ed, that's a man's name. Surely I've never met any gay men named Ed. <laughs> never happens. He then grabbed a foam My frisbee. My jokes are killing tonight at the Phrase Pavilion. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's a bunch of gay jokes leading up to a watermelon destruction. It's just all it is. I'm, I'm just gonna emasculate these children a little bit. <laughs> first things first. He then grabbed a foam frisbee soaked in water and slapped and slapped me over the head oh, with it. This is just hilarious. While shrieking. I christen you, Ed, Mark. Uh, <laughs> laughter from the audience. <laughs> 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 but just sand people in the audience. 
<laughs> Tuscan Raiders, please. Uh, he also had a, uh, a cylindrical container filled with marbles that he sat on and spun around like a top. Want to guess where these marbles have been? No. I don't know how I got these marbles, Mark. <laughs> I guess he had some kind of gizmo in the seat of his pants that allowed him to not sink into the marbles. Jesus, was he? Yeah, what are you a bunch of all oh, these queerbos with names like Sean? Now watch me sit on a bunch of marbles and spin around. <laughs> That's what men do. I'm um, Gallagher. Could you not do that? <laughs> the sound of marbles makes me erect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a Me and my son have marble fetishes. <laughs> and I, in the back, have a scrawny ass fetish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. He also, uh, so, uh, laughter from the audience. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> finally, having sated himself with our embarrassment. And come in his pants at this point. Of course. His attention turned toward his hammer. Uh-oh. <laughs> sure did, Mark. Uh, our last task was to bring up various dishes of food for him to smash in our faces. What? This is a dream come true. By the end, we were covered in cranberries and watermelon. <laughs> Laughter from ponchoed audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry. <laughs> After his set, Gallagher just exited the stage, leaving us there like hammy kids. We bowed to the audience. Are you kidding me? This is the fucking finale. <laughs> all in all, I actually enjoyed the strange experience. Our parents were pissed that they had to fight through a crowd to come find us be- uh, after being abandoned by the headliner. <laughs> uh, the story ends with <laughs> with more surprising shame. A local bully at school had been in attendance at the show with his folks. <laughs> I love a local bully. That is so great. Not an out-of-town bully. No, no. no, local, no, no. Local, we, local boy. We import our bullies. Excuse me. <laughs> the, fi- the, most, the finest international bullies. <laughs> this one's from Ukraine. He just knocks everybody the fuck out. Um, he made fun of me for my poor butt rolling. Reference to the marble challenge. Oh, yeah. And punched me in the face. <laughs> Come on. This That's wasn't insane. my this wasn't my first altercation with said bully, and I think I was mostly shocked at the avenue this latest torment had come from. Of all the people to see me at Gallagher that night. Mm. Thank you for all the hard work on the podcast. Eh, hard. Uh, <laughs> I am sad every time you pick TOS over TNG, but I love you anyway. Uh, Sean. Well, Sean. Sean, you're I wrong. Sean. Sorry. Yes. Um, oh, that's I, I think terrible. The bully angle is the worst part of that story. It's a rough one. I want to. We're this is all a big fucking. This is a, a a Stockton to Malone setup for Chris Cabin because he's been sitting on the story for a while. Um, my dad was a Gallagher head. What? Oh, Jesus. Um, dude. I can't really. I mean, Andrew will get the most humor out of this because he knows what my father looks like. Um, yeah, just like a stuffed shirt. I mean, I've seen him. It was like uh, a Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> just because it was rare and exciting. I saw Will Cabin in the woods last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and he every time uh, the every time he came to Proctor's, he would come to Proctor's pretty often, as I remember. Proctor's in Schenectady, New York. Yes. Could you not mention that venue? <laughs> I haven't been there and have a fetish. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a fetish venues. for unknown venues. What? Oh, there's another Ooh, one. And it sounds like a good room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they're talking about the garden. So something to oh, yeah. uh, the, the pin of the whole thing is like we. I so I saw him like. Four or five times. Four? You've been sitting. We've been doing Gallagher <laughs> oh impressions God. 
for years. Literally this, yes. years. I, I, I don't need the attention, Steve. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so uh, one thing, but so for most of those, for like three, yeah, about three out of the five, uh-huh. we had ponchos. <laughs> oh, oh, you had poncho tickets? We, we had poncho tickets. Oh, nice. The, the fourth one, uh-huh. uh, the poncho tickets sold out before he could get them, and uh-huh. he was genuinely angry for about a week. <laughs> Like storming around that, like, and my dad doesn't really get angry. He's a very quiet guy. Yeah. Like, but he was like visible, like, and it was he kind of threw it at my mom a little bit. <laughs> oh, really, oh, my lord, because she hadn't been keeping up with it. Oh, I see. But, I and, asked but that was just you to follow the Gallagher tour <laughs> no, schedule in the paper. He should have just brought his own watermelon juice or something. <laughs> Uh, but, but I have never in my life on my graduation day. Uh huh. Never seen him as happy as after a Gallagher show. (laughs) Never in my full of fucking watermelon juice coming down his bald head. Were you ever taken up on stage or anything? No, I was not. Although I was witness. I was taken on stage for a double a live double dare. A live double dare. This rich boy. (laughs) (laughs) Live fucking double that might be a story for another day. That That sounds like a good good one. I just love that you oh, you know, you know, you know, we had we now we just have these rotten tickets. Why bother going? If I'm not gonna go to a comedy show and get fruit pulp on my face, why go? My question is because there's probably a bunch of people who are behind the splash zone that like wear the ponchos anyway, just just yeah. to like try and sniff it a little bit. That's sad. Or just to like you know be safe. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like or you're, you're out of the splash zone. Yeah. But you're like, still close. Sure. So, you know, if, if the G man got a good swing on it that night, you know what I mean. He's, oh, he's been working out. <laughs> oh, he's starting to look like Carrot Top. <laughs> well, you know, Carrot Top really should smash a watermelon one of these days. It would be fucking tremendous. They should fight each other. You know, they're bo- they're both around Vegas a lot. To yeah. the death. Yeah. I like that. I would buy tickets to Splatter Zone for Gallagher versus Carrot Top to the death. I think isn't that an episode of Celebrity Deathmatch? Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> it's probably exactly that. I could write Celebrity Deathmatch, Mark. I went to a live Celebrity Deathmatch once. <laughs> <laughs> That's WHM Mailbag for the month of March. If you want your stories read on the air, or if you have a question for the gang here. Uh, could you not wrap up the show? I have a wrap up the show fetish. Oh, uh, get ready to go. Could dude. you not, sir? I hope you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> we all hate movies at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. That's <laughs> uh, Steven Sid. Oh, God, it's everywhere. Yeah, Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.